What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Aloha. Nothing that I love more than getting a nice dick pic. What? I mean, that whole trailer was just like slide whistles and him wheezing. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Oh my God, indigestion as soon as I start every week. Uh, episode 344 of the show. If you are not already, please subscribe to our Red Circle page. Just go to whatever app you're listening to this on and click the show notes and there will be a link there where you can subscribe to the bonus content we do. Also, looking for some new blood on the email. I know you guys have thoughts. You're scared to share them. Use a pseudonym. If you're, If you have an awkward morning after a first date where the young lady offers a little more than you bargained for we want to know about it share it here mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com and of course voicemail four, wait 949-464-TBLS8257 is the number to reach us on where you can spill it in under three minutes, hopefully, because that's all it gives you. And that's too long to talk anyway. Do it in like a minute. Uh, please reach out in, via any of those means. Uh, I'm joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, um, this is uh, this is definitely the weirdest show I think we'll ever sign up to do. I, well, there's some there's some undertones for sure. We're 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 doing a movie today with our friends from the. I can't remember what the name of the podcast is. They don't do it anymore, but we were both guests on it, and that's how we oh, know. Oh, uh, now hear this. Now, he- now hear this. Um, they both. Caleb Wilson's been on this show several times, and Scott George, his partner, he's been on the Bachelor Lifestyle with me and Jason. So it's uh, well. I'm interested to see where this goes. We're doing a Halloween movie today. I'll save it till when they show up. I want to do some other stuff before uh, before we reach out to them. Oh, I've got I've got a couple of things that yeah. uh well this is probably the last podcast you'll listen to before the election. And I just saw a couple of hilarious things. Um I guess Dennis Quaid was shamed into dropping out of that defeating despair COVID campaign that the Trump administration was trying to it was just trying to tell everybody to like perk up. And he and it came out that Quaid was going to do it, and he just got shamed into dropping out. I guess you're. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I know Dennis Quaid. All I know about I Dennis just Quaid saw it on Twitter oh. one day, people were like, "Oh, fuck you! I'd rather have Randy." You know, just bullshit. Fuck Dennis Quaid. Um, yeah, I mean, he's beautiful. He's gorgeous, and he he just married like a 27 year old, and he's like in his 60s. But the campaign, I just thought it was funny because the campaign they were going to try to recruit like a listers to try to do a more official version of what that uh, Imagine video was supposed to do. 
like have everybody talk about, hey, the the coronavirus, don't let it get you down. You know, mm-hmm. we're Americans. We can do this. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like I told you the one episode after the Super Bowl I watched uh, of uh, Glee. This? No, the singing, the mass singer. Oh, yeah. And and they shoot for the moon. They're like, is that Barack Obama or is it Michael Jordan? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. It's uh, the third lead on uh, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. And they, you know, they go. Big. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's he's a big time movie star, dude. That's the guy who squints all the time. But it's, oh, it's French that. Stewart. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I, I was reading this and it said Trump administration uh, reached out. They tried to recruit Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, John Bon Jovi, all these big ones. And this what they landed on Dennis Quaid, who ultimately opted out. Gospel star Cece Winans and Hasidic singer Shulam Lemmer. That was wow. it. When you try to get stars, that's worse yeah. than the convention getting Chachi. Yeah. At least Chachi people know him. They they might laugh at him, but he's he was somebody that people he played a role in a lot of people's childhoods. Oh, yeah, everybody knows Chachi. Um, that's well. Remember the inauguration, and this is like when Trump was riding hot. Like no one knew quite oh, knew how much of a piece of shit he was or something. He got somebody. He, I think he got like somebody from American Idol, but it was like not an, it was no Justin Guarini. He didn't get like bare naked ladies. Didn't he get like some <laughs> random band that you yes, kind of yeah. know? Yes. So he didn't get bare naked ladies cause they're Canadian. Oh, fucking Dodgers. Get Gonsolin. Get him out of there. Get him out of there. So game six just started. Um, no, they had, the um, they couldn't get the um, it was like somebody that took third place on American Idol. And I think they backed out. But eventually he was able to get three doors down the three doors down band the band from, I believe, Mississippi. OK, yeah, yeah, of course, it wouldn't be a Canadian band right, because right. They're, they're very cool. Yeah. Um, uh, but I just thought it was funny when you shoot for the moon and you wind up with Shulam Lemmer. It's yeah, it's tough. I didn't know there was a, a famous Hasidim singer. I didn't either, but I would say like, it was like, if you are a mid level, like a WB star or somebody, you know, that needs the, that needs a little juice. I would sign up for this video. Cause there, there's no way it could be worse than the imagine video that the right. that the a-listers did well, like and also it's it's weird how people drop out of things when remember when everybody tried to back away from the correspondence dinner that first year yeah and, I or do. maybe the first two years mm-hmm. and then now they just don't even do it or whatever right. but but the first couple of years they couldn't get anybody and then it was that michelle wolf and she got famous from it she, she was and, great and Hassan Minaj, same thing. He was he mm-hmm. was not well known. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're not a huge star, you take those opportunities. Yeah, jump you on know, it. Like, why not? Jump on it. Absolutely. Um, and then I just thought, I, I thought as we were closing out year four of the Trump presidency, there wouldn't be anything that surprised me. <laughs> and then I read Trump official plan to give Santa Claus performers early access to the COVID nineteen vaccine. They were going to be the ambassadors. Oh. 
to the COVID vaccine, which is crazy to me because I get it. They're really only courting Christians who right. celebrate Christmas. Right. But then that's only a group of um, people that have young kids. Right. Right. Who, I mean, who interacts with Santa? Like mall Santas? No, it's really stupid. But I thought Christians hated Santa Claus. They don't oh, like you know the what I'm saying. People who celebrate, I'm saying, as right. opposed to, uh, there's no Hanukkah Harry walking around. Oh, or, there should be. Know, I, I've, the, yeah. One of the greatest SNL sketches of all time. Totally. Um, but uh, I just thought it was it was just funny. Like, that was going to be their plan to roll it out, and then that got scrapped as well. Um, it's really sad. It's really. And again, I, I maintain, I'm not, I'm not. It's tight butthole time. He yeah. definitely could win, but it's not really the closing argument that a normal candidate would want. It's been it's been a rough ending for Trump. He might win, but it's it's really been a bad campaign. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. He might win. Like I don't. Know. He he very yeah. well could win. Yeah. But it's but it's just it, it it's indicative of other issues we have in this country right. it's not that he ran some sort of masterful he he stopped even pretending to be doing it for the people everything is about himself it's, kind it's of, crazy you kind of got to respect it i got to be honest um he speaking of that and i just thought of that, about this before we could come on and i don't know if it's going to work the hunter biden sex tapes are out and He's is this from that Rudy laptop? I think so. And he's supposedly packing some legitimate heat. Now, the one thing that I, I really have barely paid attention to it, um, but I saw a picture. Is he passed out with a crack pipe? Because I thought crack does the opposite of that. I don't know. It's heroin needle hanging out of your arm. I don't. He's and that would make sense to me. I, ha crack. I haven't watched the videos and I was going to play them now. I wanted a still so we could talk about it, but and I don't want to play it because it'll play through my computer and you'll be able to hear it. And also, I just want a screenshot. But in one, I know he is getting because I saw like the GIF. I don't see it now, though. He's getting a foot job. While I mean, what's I don't know. I don't know. While smoking crack. Can you send me that? I'll send you the whole thing. Maybe you could try to get, um, it's on some janky website, but it's like, even Reddit won't host this shit. So it's like, I want, I, everyone's saying like, and I was reading the comments and it even was like, I had to go to like four chan, I admit it, or eight, one of the chans. I was on one of the chans mm -hmm. and they're like, see, this is proof that they're all pedophiles or something. And I'm like, and then, but even the four chan guys are like, uh, what's this dude got to be embarrassed about? Like, <laughs> like he's guy likes to have a good time. You know, he's battled some, some demons, which are apparently recorded. But, uh, I guess my man's like working a heavy duty piece. Um, yeah, hold that's, on. Uh... Hold on. I'm going to try to send it to you now. I got to find, but I don't want a whole bunch of, like, is this going to, like, send me down a QAnon route no, or it's, anything? No, it's, it's like some foreign website's got the videos. I just had to go. I had to look is around. Like, I just No, I don't think so. You got, you got a Mac. You got an iPhone. That was virus proof. I don't know. I opened it, like, not, but I didn't play them because I wanted to. I forgot. And I didn't remember till just now. So we might have to spend some time. We'll get a good, we'll get a good screenshot of... 
Hunter's piece. Hunter's hammer. We can discuss. We can discuss next week, and we'll review it next week. And well, that's that gives people something to look forward to. Uh, I I spent the weekend in yeah. Austin, in Austin, Texas. Great town. Oh my god! How do you feel? What was with the whole transit situation? What was it like? Um, it wasn't too bad. I flew southwest. But you you just like what is the airport experience? There's nobody at the airport, so it's pretty like nothing. You just Did go they to jam you in the plane like some of those bad pictures you see. No, it's um they just, they only sell like two thirds of the plane, so there's no middle seats. Okay, I will I will say this. I don't know if I should say this. I'm I'll try to euphemize it as best I can. On my flight out, mm-hmm. there was me sitting. I I I get claustrophobic. Just being in the plane makes me claustrophobic, but also. Being like in one of the inner seats, if I'm if I could potentially be blocked in by another human being, it makes me claustrophobic. So I have to sit on the aisle. So yeah, I'm an aisle guy. Yeah, so I'm sitting on the aisle, and there's a girl, a woman, sitting on the window of my row. And at one point, she gets up to use the restroom. So I let her go, and you know it's. They're not serving any Heinekens on these planes, so that's kind of a bummer. They're just not doing anything, no, right? No, there's no drinks here. So she gets up and goes to the bathroom, and she comes back a few minutes later, and I have to stand up to let her back in the aisle. So I go, oh, I'm standing up anyway. I may as well go pee. So I walk back to that restroom she had just been in at... Oh, there it was very much similar to listener canard in Kansas postcoital experience. I mean, I had a mask on Ed. I was masked. They don't they don't. That's the other thing is they don't let you do the bandana on Southwest. You got to have like a fixed mask. So I was like full mask over my face and I opened that bathroom door. Hit me hard. There were there was all sorts of evidence of what had occurred in that bathroom just before I walked in. I'll leave it at that. I'm not I won't get graphic like our good friend Canard does, but let's just say it was I just wished I had waited till a couple more people had gone through. Because it's one thing if you don't know who did it. And it's like I don't know this person and I don't totally judge her for what she did to that plane restroom. But then I'm sitting right by her. I'm sitting t- two seats away, and I just got to—I just got to know that for the next two hours. I've never dropped anchor in an airplane. <sighs> it was tough. It was tough. But I had a great time in Austin, and I—I I met up with our friend of the show, Mike Churches. He's the guy. Good dude. Of course, great I know dude. Who Mike is. Great, great dude. Great dude. He's the guy that hooked us up with our whiskey sponsor back in the day. And now he's in the, the bike business. Dude, right? my man is killing it in the e-bike game. Uh, Mod Bikes in Austin. Go check him out if you get a chance. Um, me and a couple of my buddies went over there. Finally met Mike. I've been, you know, te- we've been text buddies for years. Great support of the show. He set up. Uh, loner bikes for us to go fucking ride around Austin. Maybe 
the most fun you could possibly have. So much. We rode, we rode down by the river. We went to a couple, you know, outdoor like beer garden bars, had some beers, rode, checked out the town, rode over to the campus. It was so fucking fun. So I just want to say, Hey, Mike, you are the man. Of course he's talking about the show. He's just such a good dude. I want to say, I want to say thanks again, Mike, not just for that, not for setting me and my friends up and giving us a great day like that for just being a great friend of the show and just an all around good dude. Thank you very much for that, Mike. And when he was in the whiskey business, we just get those care packages out of nowhere. He sent us bottles. It's not like we were, we were requesting. He would just, he was always hooking us up. Took care of us. Took care of us. He's a great dude. Another thing, my, uh, my my city's on fire or nearly it's not quite to me yet it was last night i was worried my chick was over and she's like hey um i like i didn't want to worry her but i'm like she's like here's where the fires are and she showed me like a map and i'm like hey that's not that far <laughs> from here but it is i mean it's like you know 15 miles away or something but it's like if we had to leave where I lived and a lot of people had to leave where I live. It would be hard to leave where I live. I I think it's not as bad now. I think the wind kind of died down and changed direction. But if you hear sirens and like loudspeakers, you know, maybe something's changed and I got to go. Oh, wow. Good luck with that. Right. I know uh, my sister in Colorado is getting real close to where she lives. Mm -hmm. Then they they had a foot of snow out of nowhere. Oh my God. So, well, that puts out the fires. Yeah. You Maybe need some, she was happy about that. You need some precip, a little precipitation, and you're good. This guy Gonsolin's in a jam in the first inning. Um, who's that Cuban guy? Randy Rosarena, homered. Sure. And now there's two guys, two guys on, two out. He's got to get out of this jam. He's made about 71 pitches in the first inning. Hey, right after I talked about uh, the Terp, Brandon Lau, he had that monster game. He had two home runs. Yeah, that was the next yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, don't, well, don't do that. Talk about Adam Kaleric more. Yeah, because he's on he's the a loogie, right? Yeah, Lugie. He doesn't. I don't think he's been in the series. I don't think they've used him. Hmm. Um, that's Dave Roberts. Is, maybe what? Right, that's the problem. Dave Dave Roberts has some interesting uh, bullpen ideas. What? Um, have you seen the new Borat? I did. Yeah. Um. A couple things. I I think I I, I love that guy. That's I think amazing. he 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 is just a genius. Um, I think he makes you know impressive commentary. Like everyone, I wish he didn't pop out quite so quickly. Yeah, with Rudy, um, he was on Colbert last night, and he explained the situation. Yeah, and it was kind of interesting. He said he was in the wardrobe like the you know yeah. closet type yeah. situation oh, uh-huh. they built him they built him a separate section and uh-huh. then rudy comes in with like an uh, off-duty cop or an ex-cop and he sweeps the room then he stands outside like not letting anyone in or out yeah and so um sasha baron cohen has to hide and then he said he, they were going to text him because there are cameras everywhere. So they were going to text him when it was time to pop out. Yeah. And he, while he's waiting for the guy to sweep the room, he looks at his cell phone and it's at like 2%. <laughs> he's like, I got, I've got Rudy Giuliani. I've, I finally set this up perfectly. It's going to happen. And my cell phone's about to die. How does that happen? And 
<laughs> you know, it's yeah. just it's crazy. Yeah. But he talks about like the long play and all these things. But he's he's a genius. The one thing that I think through no fault of his is the last four years. I mean, the, the original Borat yeah. came out two years before Trump took office. He's an icon. Like yeah. So I think a lot of the things he was exposing six years ago and 10 years ago on the Ali G show, um, it's very overt and out and about, you know, the, yeah. the behaviors that he was exposing, it was like, holy shit, these people are like Nazis. Like he would, yeah. he would get, he would get people talking. And now that's a little more mainstream. So, you know, it, the newness has worn off somewhat too, but I still thought it was great. It's just, yeah, you can't, you can't capture what he once had because America is just full of people who are, have no problem talking the way they do now. You could tell they weren't able to get as much of the, um, you know, the unassuming bystander footage as they would have liked because there were a lot of scenes just with him and his daughter. The the girl that plays his daughter is incredible. Yeah, and he said on Colbert, he's like, if she doesn't win the Oscar for, you know, Best Supporting Actress, like, what's the point of the it's, award? It's true. Uh, it's one is, of those... Is there, is there a more challenging role than that? It's one of those performances where you, you're watching it and you're like, there are not, there's not another person on the planet that can do what this woman does in this movie. She's the only one that could have done that. And it's incredible. It's stunning. 500 people. Really? And then like, and then once they got past a certain point, then they had to spend time. He said, because you have to stay in character for hours. Yeah. So then she had like, wow, I don't know how many they got to the next round. They had to hang out with other people to see if they could like, be t- convincing. Yeah. See if they're convincing. But like, she's incredible yeah. in the movie. When she's they're so good. When they're, when they're improvising around other people in, you know, Russian slash Hebrew slash gibberish language. And it's all, of course it's all subtitled, but they still got to do that. And it's not like they get to try it a whole bunch of times, you know, they're doing it with an unsuspecting person. So they got to like make it like it's real. The, um, when she makes the speech to the like daughters of the American revolution or whatever. Oh my God. Oh my God. How do you not break? How that do you, was amazing when she's she's talking about discovering masturbation and just yes and just even like the ums and the uhs and like none of that she just gets up there and she's just fucking in it it's How about when she goes to the cotillion amazing that was a little I had to, so I'll be honest and I don't want to spoil it but I'm easily I'm squeamish so but that was the point of that of I mean course. it was really it was she goes for it she's great. It's, she's uh, great. I, I would, and, and he's great, too. I would just say the only thing is, you know, it loses a little bit of that sting when it's very obvious who talks that way and how people behave these days. Um. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's not as I surprising. Very, I enjoyed it. I, it was, is, I was happy. It is still kind of surprising when someone asks how much they could sell their daughter for and somebody else responds with like not with like a look of shock on their face but with like a literal answer as to how much or when a, ba- a bakery 
Yes. Uh, no problem. Amazing. Just doing some anti-Semitic. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Like how many bakeries did they have to go to? to one? It's amazing. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping it was a lot. I hope so too. It's amazing. It's incredible. Um, okay. Let's do a couple quick voicemails. I got everything like set up on a different um, computer right now. So I'm trying to like do it. Oh, right here. Definitely hope this works out. I hope we are able to actually make a show here. Oh, wait, the song. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. Big baller, shot caller, make you holler, get your dollar, microphone pimping podcast. What is uppers? But I... um, he's he's back to his old school intro. Are you playing? I can't hear anything. Oh, you can't? I, oh. I heard the song, but I couldn't hear him. You heard this? Oh, mm, hold on. Let's pivot because I can play it from another source. That's, um, but I'm guessing it's Bri Bri Beck. Yes. Well, hold on. Yes, that is it. It's exactly it. Hold on. I'll play it from here. See if this sounds better. Big baller, shot caller. Holla, microphone pimping podcast. What is uppers? Bri Bri Beck. Easy Eduardo. Really quick. Rewind. Hey, my point was not that if you didn't gangbang or if you weren't gang affiliated that you shouldn't have tattoos. That was not my point. I kind of like it when he goes back and he's re- referencing two shows ago. Yeah, like shows. a few voicemails ago, and I don't, I can't really. It's taken me a while to. I don't remember what we said. I don't remember what he said. But it's. I kind of like the reset. I think we were just having fun. He said. Yeah. When you're in a gang, you're supposed to get tats, but, and he didn't. That but, was it. Yeah, but also he said he doesn't like. Oh, he doesn't like right. tattoos in general. Like, he 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 thinks people look ridiculous in tattoos. Mm-hmm. I think that's well. He's going to explain yeah, right now. Thank God. Thank God he's back to explain. My point was, if you are south of forty years old, have at it, man. It's all good. But if you're over forty, it looks a bit ridiculous. Especially if you're starting over 40 is what I should say. If you're like starting getting your first ink once you're past 40 and then you start getting sleeved up with a bunch of colorful stuff and like cross pollinating, like, you know, you have like an, one of those, uh, warrior bands that you guys were talking about on one and then you got names on the other and then you got some kind of like cartoon or something. You're doing way. Well, he's just describing shitty tattoos. They're there. But, but he understands how the aging process works, right? Right. I mean, I know he's saying don't get them after 40. Sure. That's one thing. But also, I mean, all of these people hopefully 
will have them when they're over 40 because they're going to age. Right. Um, there's a, there's a meme that's that, and it's like, what are you, what are you going to do when you're 80 and you have all those wrinkly tattoos on you? And then there's just like two pictures of like 80 year old guys, like sa- former sailors, veterans yeah. with their shirts off, just looking badass as fuck covered in tattoos. <laughs> and it's like, hang, probably hang out with some other badass guys with tattoos. It's pretty funny. Um, who fucking cares? Like who cares? Gives a fuck. Yeah, Get some tattoos. Have some tattoos. Don't have some tattoos. Who gives a shit? I think Too it looks, much. you know. You just look stupid. You don't. Okay. I don't think you do. But if you've been one of these guys, a connoisseur of the ink, you know, since you were a young man in your teens or early 20s and continue to, that's cool. I got no problem with that. Like I said, me, not my cup of tea. And I just see more and more older people all, all like blasted, blasted. And it looks ridiculous to me. That's, that was my point. Love you guys. Out. Hey, I appreciate it. I Out don't true. like I have some tattoos and I definitely here's the thing about tattoos. It's really painful. And I got a tattoo a couple years ago on my ribs. Oh, on bone is the worst. Yeah. Right? And supposedly the ribs are like the most painful place because it's just there's no flesh there. Right. And so it's like on my whole side or it's like a big chunk on my side, maybe like the yeah. size of like a basketball on my side. Jesus. It's and it was so painful and it took like a few sessions. And, and I want to get another one like on my other ribs. So Manuel, what I'm ba- basically what I'm saying is I'm that guy that you're talking about. I'm s I don't know why. It feels like I like having them. I want to get another one on the other side, but Ed, it was so painful that I do I don't even though it was a couple years ago that I did it, it's I don't know if I have the strength to endure that again. I can only speak to the only area I have tattoos. I have two on like my upper arm. Yeah. And it wasn't like totally comfortable. Outer or inner? By the end, by the, each yeah. probably took around an hour, you know, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. And I just felt like by the end of each time, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of ready for this to be done. Oh, and for then sure. It was done. Yeah. But like that is in a pretty reasonable place to get it done like you know high up on the arm and to think of how it could be worse than that on bone i couldn't do it the um the underarm is really painful like close to the armpit under under like on the inside of your arm that skin's real tender there and i'm ticklish i wouldn't want it very well you wouldn't have to worry about ticklish it's that's very and it's more like pinchy there like i wouldn't yeah yeah, it I'm hurts. Opposed, you got to earn them. I can't them. even think of what I would want. Yeah. I just have my kids' names, but I'm not opposed to, like, if I had the idea when I'm 50 to get. Of course the, not. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Do it. I, You know, I think it looks badass. Some people don't like it. I don't give a fuck. Uh, okay, one more. Voicemail. Hello, gentlemen. By gentlemen, I mean Ed. No offense, Brian Beckner. This is a penis connoisseur. I'm calling for a couple things today. Um, First is a, what I feel an important public service announcement for you gentlemen out there. I've been talking to a lot of my female friends lately and um, the general consensus from them is that the majority of women do not like receiving dick pics. I think that's definitely, I've never heard of a 
girl being really excited to be surprised by somebody's dong in their DMs. I thought it was just the behavior of a deviant who just yeah. has to show it off. Like who it's what, what behavior of women would make you think they just want that out of the blue. It's uh, it's an aggressive. It's um, like it's like a flasher. It's an assault. Who, who, it's an assault. That? Yeah. Yeah. Like a flasher. Yeah. This is like, yeah, like, check this out. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. My boyfriends from strangers. Um, which I think is sad. And I know that guys love sending them. So I thought as a service to both men and women, I would be the one to receive the dick pics because there's nothing that I love more than getting a nice dick pic in my text. Oh my God. Or email. So if there are any gentlemen out there that would like to send me their dick pics, possibly have me review them, critique them. What? Um, I've created a, an email account. It's, the penis expert at yahoo.com. T H E. Yahoo seems like the right account, the right host. <laughs> like if you're, it's, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to muck up your Gmail. With I, that, I, that account. Yes. I see. I feel like <laughs> Hotmail's not still in business. Well, that's, that's my junk one. Right, Everything yeah. I sign up for so, is Hotmail. So my, my, my junk is my Yahoo. I still have my and, like original Yahoo. When, when like businesses or what, for whatever reason, when they want my email and I give them the hotmail, you can kind of tell they know wh- which file they're going in. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's the <laughs> no, one. I'm not the, giving you my Gmail. Uh, Get out of here. I'm giving it to you the one that I check weekly, but I will say this is my Yahoo account is like when I first made an email address and I didn't want to use my actual name. This is like in the early nineties. So I'm used like a nickname. And now when I, when I'm like at a store and they're like, Hey, we'll give you 15% off. If you give us your email, I'm like, I guess I could just make one up. Bry guy loves 69. It's, yeah. It's, it's not quite that bad, but it's pretty close. <laughs> I, I believe the penis connoisseur is asking for dick picture. P E N I S E X P E R T at yahoo.com. I know my name is the penis connoisseur, and connoisseur is a beautiful word. It's a hard word to spell, I'll be honest. We all agree that it's a bitch to spell, so I made it easy on all of us. Um, so if you'd like to send me your dick pics, I'm, I'm happy to take a look at them. I was thinking, though, that it's a possibility that somebody might send me somebody else's dick. Oh, you can't also do that. Fine. Oh, but it is? I would like to know that who I'm reviewing, if it's somebody else's, some famous person's, or if it's yours. So if it's your dick... Do me a favor and write. Um, give me a watermark situation. Where but how? What do you think are how how techno technologically savvy do you think our listeners are that they can watermark their dongs? I wouldn't be able to do that. Ed, do you know how to watermark? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, I I sort of know what it is, but I, I, how would you? That's an official type thing. Maybe I don't know maybe take a picture of it with like today's next to today's newspaper. Yeah, rest it along the uh, the headline. Right, or or do like um like write use write sharpie on your dong, like the theballerlifestyle dot com on your dick. If you're my dick, you just have to do the initials TBLS. But I mean, I'm sure there's a way you can. You, she'll be able to tell a bit. Right, you know, next to the junk, TBLS. Um, you can write it in pen, Sharpie, 
lipstick, other you fluid, what's... whatever you want. You know what's oh, <laughs> gross? <laughs> um, you know what's a, a good movie? I like uh, Seth Rogen. The night before, it was like a Christmas movie. Oh yeah, that's good. They take it's all the good. drugs. Yeah, yeah, they take all the drugs. Yeah, but he accidentally switches phones with Mindy Kaling, and then a dick pic comes up. Yeah, and it's like you like that, and Seth Rogen's like, "Well, yeah." And he's, like, "Do you want that?" He's like, "Well, who wouldn't want that dick?" <laughs> he's looking at yeah. it; it's great. Yeah. Well, it's you know, I mean, I I think you can objectively say if one's nice looking or not. Of course, I would. I I mean, I'm with you. If you want to send, I'm fine. I, I'm fine if you want to send them to me yeah. too. Yes. Hey, it's you know, we don't like to talk about we don't. We might not want to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. So, I just think I, I've I've always maintained this. I think dicks are funny. They're just funny. Oh, yeah. They're interesting. I I don't find the I, I find the objectifying like women thing something that it I just am not comfortable with. Like I feel it's very middle school. Yeah. But I'll objectify the shit out of men, oh, naked yeah. men. Yeah, yeah. It's double standard. Here we go. It's a double standard. Yeah. I, I I get it, but I feel very middle school when I do that. Yeah. But with naked guys, I just find it funny. I think it's. Well, I do too. I'll, I'll check out your dick, but also, um, I'll. Oh, somebody's up up above me, looking down on my location on the phone. What are you talking? What I don't know. Like I live. There's a hill behind me. He's just talking on the phone. There's a hill behind me and there's houses there. And some guy's like out on his patio. Assume he lives there. And he's leaning on the fence and he's on the phone and he's like looking at the window at, at me. Does you think you think he wants me to get my dick out? Yeah, I would press it against the glass yeah, for sure. Or my ass. Okay, let's let her finish up. Um, let me know that it's you. Yeah, um, okay, find a way to let her know. Lastly, I just wanted to touch on your guys' discussion re- Halloween candy from last week's episode. I find it interesting that nobody discussed the worst candy to receive, I feel, which is dum dum. I mean, could there be a more useless piece of candy on the planet? Wait, the dum dum is the dum dum so, the, the tiniest lollipop possible. It's, it's, and they're always root beer tiny. flavor? Root beer flavor yeah. dum dum? No. I'm okay. I, listen. Yep. It's it's not in the the rankings. But those are the type of things that I grab out of my son's bag, and while we're walking, you eat it. I'm okay with yeah. on Halloween night. I don't think I've ever had a dum dum outside of Halloween night. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean it's it goes to use, but it's not like given the choice, you dump out the bag, and you line up left to right, much like sure. the dongs get lined up left to right. The 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 dum dum is going to be several to the left, not one to the right. You know, I mean, it's yeah. Again, it's not it's not great, but the the little bags of Brock's candy corn that's going to be worse. Smarties, Smarties, worse. yeah. Jolly uh, Ranchers. I'd Mary put, Mary Janes are pretty shitty. I don't know what a Mary Jane is. Uh, it's I don't know if they still make them, but it was it was a like a real shitty thing from my childhood. So, somebody brought up Tootsie Rolls on. Um, the mini Tootsie Rolls, you're like, this is not packaged well, and it's it's really the, the littlest you can do. Yeah, it's like a, it's like, like waxy, waxy fake chocolate. 
Like, yeah. disgusting. I mean, I don't, Tootsie Pops I see more often, but you do get occasional, like, hey, why do I have, like, two random Tootsie Rolls in my bag? Fuck are those. Yeah, and you do like, end up eating is, them, but is, you regret it. They're not great. They kind of feel like you're you're eating, uh, like, uh, tobacco. Like, you're just yeah. chewing it around. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Um. Marty's pretty close, but dum dums just get out of here. No way. And nobody mentioned what is ultimately the best Halloween candy, I feel, which is the blow pop. So um, that's it, guys. Hope that you have a great week. Um, Everybody vote, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you for that, Penis Connoisseur. Um, I think she was doing a double. double. She's doing a double entendre. Right. Yeah. yeah. But the blow pop, as far as um, uh, lollipops go, those are huge. Um, those are big. They're like twice the size, three times the size of Dum Dums. Yeah, but they have fucking gum inside of them. Well, Fuck once gum. you get to that part, you throw it out. Fuck Nobody's gum. eating the gum. But you still crunch it. You Like when it gets to like a thin shell, you still crunch it into the gum. And then you chew the gum while the while the Jolly Rancher outside disintegrates in the gum. Fuck blow pops. Fuck blow. I mean, sorry, but fuck blow blow pops. Uh, okay, guys. I don't know. Like Ed on our on our um, Patreon, what's her Red Circle show that I that I've been doing with Molly McAleer. She offered up that she would be a sugar baby to our listeners. And that, that right. she would talk to them on you the phone. that she's already been yeah, she's gotten in money. contact with somebody. She's gotten money from our Jeez. listeners. She gave people her Venmo and people Venmoed her money. And I don't, now I don't know if she's done the phone call. Could be a one-sided thing. So I can't imagine that TPC is going to be getting many uh, submissions here. But, I mean... <laughs> Hang on a second. How many... So people... Are paying for her to call? I mean, how how thirsty? I mean, I don't, people get just, different strokes for different folks, Ed. So I'll, I will be shocked if the, the penis expert, the penis connoisseur, gets any submissions. But I also, I will be very excited if she does. It's So I'm just trying to read. I didn't catch the, I didn't write down the email, but I'm, and I don't want to go back, but I'm just trying to read like the, the transcription here. P, the penis expert, right? At yahoo.com. So, guys, if you want to show your dongs, yeah, yahoo.com, the penis expert (laughs) is definitely down to see them. Okay, it is Halloween. We are joined now by friends of the show. You have heard these guys here before. You've heard us on their old podcast. Turn that off. We are joined now by Caleb Wilson. What's up, Caleb? And, and, Another friend of the show that joined us for the Bachelor Lifestyle at one point, Scott George. Scott, what's up? Oh, you know, just uh, enjoying myself in paradise. Love it. Um, so last time Caleb was on, he's like, he had the idea. He's like, what are you guys doing for Halloween? Because I think um, we should discuss earnest 
Well, I thought until until yesterday, I thought it was called Ernest Scared Straight. It's called Ernest Scared Stupid. It's a Halloween movie. Let me just play the trailer real quick, and then we'll get into it. Scared Straight. Touchstone Pictures. Monstrous trolls have sprung to life. Your, from and now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi, Gung Fu, Chow Mein. And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. Yeah. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest scared stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. So, when did this movie come out? A lot of sound effects, huh? Yeah, when did this movie come out? 1991? Yeah. 91. I don't know. He did a series of these. Do we know which one this was in the series of the Ernest Goes movies? This was towards the end. This movie tanked so hard that it actually ended his career and his deal with Touchstone Pictures. There was a couple after this. I think two maybe Scott might know. Isn't Touchstone uh, Disney? Yeah. Wow. This this was this this killed his career and arguably led to his untimely death. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, killed him. I think he was yeah. Slinky Dog in the Toy Story movies. Yeah. Was Jim Varney? Was he funny? Yeah. But that was yeah. But he wasn't Ernest. He was just Jim Varney. Right. Though. Wasn't that was yeah. around the same time though, right? He probably got into maybe the yeah. sequel, but that was yeah. It. Oh yeah. To- not, he, no, he was in Toy Story. He was in Toy Story two. Right. Yeah. I would say yeah. probably um, not an untimely demise because um, I love this eaters, huh? My 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 and R.I.P. <laughs> but my dude died of lung cancer, which. If you heard his voice, you could probably have seen coming from a distance. I mean, that whole trailer was just like slide whistles and him wheezing. Yeah, I mean, but the, but those slide whistles paid for his above ground pool, so let's show some respect. <laughs> I mean, my dude probably stacked some chips with these Ernest movies. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah, dude I mean, was a he hustler. Was, yeah. So I. I I think we're going to need an explanation of why this was suggested in the first place, but yes. Uh, I will say I was first aware of him uh, when I I'd spent a couple years of my youth down in Miami and he was like doing a lot of commercials. Yeah, he was. He's, so he was like a commercial became got his own movie deal. It was like the Geico caveman. Yeah, situation. he was. Well, he was doing specifically this character in commercials. Yeah. Yes. yes. Ernest was a uh, he is perhaps the only instance of a commercial character getting a, a movie deal, which to me is just delightful. Uh, he like started out doing small time, like car commercials and stuff yeah. like that. And was just a carnival barker. And then he moved his way up to like, I'm pretty sure he did some, some like national level Mountain Dew type commercials. I don't know everything that he's done, but he was a pitch man and he was so beloved by somebody that he just, you know, this is what, like what was great about like the, late 80s into the 90s where you could just like fail upward into millions of dollars by screaming at the tv and honking and doing slide whistles and whoopee cushions and you could just make millions of dollars it was just a different world yeah and now you have to do it on a phone it's true crazy it's crazy (laughs) and and i will say about society man watching this movie i was thinking well I mean, who who would think like what's who's writing this and then i looked at the writer the guy's name was coke the guy's name, the writer's name yeah. was, was yeah. like Coke, Coke, Coke Sam. Sam. Yeah. 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 I do like it is. It's an insane movie. And yeah, 
there was probably a lot of cocaine being done. But I did talk to one guy one time that was like a movie producer in England. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I got this guy from this kitty show. And he's like, I put him in these movies and he, you know, I pay him like 250 grand or whatever. And he's like, and the movies are horrible. He's like, but they just, they make money. They make so much money because these people buy them for their kids. And so he's like, I recognize that I'm making bad entertainment, but also I make a lot of money doing it. And that that's what I got. That's the vibe I got from these earnest movies that they're like, just write something. We'll put this guy in it and people are going to take their children to see it because they, th- they think this character is funny. Uh, it's more of a passion project. I yeah. feel like for <laughs> high art. <laughs> yeah. This is a, definitely um, a high art for sure. This, this actually did um, uh, turn a profit in the box office. So it, for sure. Uh, it, yeah, nine point six. It only costs a paltry nine point six, and it made uh, fourteen point one. So, uh, well, by Hollywood standards, that's that. That's not great. Hollywood accounting has that is is no good. Fair enough. Well, because of the marketing, right? I, was, <laughs> I don't know what was going on in nineteen ninety one, but some, we'll just say it was the economy. Yeah. So, Caleb, you brought this to my table. I would never have seen Ernest. Yeah. I've never seen any either. Ernest. Same. I only know those commercials. Same. So what's what's you're um you're a lot younger than Ed and I. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. you know, like this movie came out when I was in high school, so I would never have seen it, but you were a kid probably. So you probably yeah, I was saw John turkeys. Right. So you you saw it in childhood. And what, what resonated about it with you that that kept it in your world into your thirties? Um I I think that this the two things about this like uh, the Cro- like almost Cronenberg esque body horror actually yes, fucked yeah. me up a little bit. Yeah, no joke. Like we'll get into that a little bit later. But like the, the special, so they had the Chiodo brothers doing the special effects, right? And for a 1991 film, it actually had decent special effects. Is it, the, it was, is that the same guys that did the Jennifer Aniston one where she gets um, oh um, leprechaun. leprechaun? Is this leprechaun yeah. related? Because it looks like it. <laughs> They may have, but the the actually the the trolls were reused from Killer Clouds from Outer Space. These guys did Critters. They did a bunch of actually weirdly enough, they did the California Raisins commercials, like Claymation Stop Motion. These guys were actually yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty. You know, that's a that's a get a uh, big get for an earnest movie. Let's totally. put it that way. And um, special effects were, were pretty good. It was actually surprisingly scary for a little kids movie, and I think that's kind of what tanked it. You know, what I mean? it was just a little bit too dark no, or totally uneven. It seems like it's, it would be. Fucking terrifying. He's they're murdering children. Yeah, you listen to that trailer, it makes it sound like the slapstick, goofy, fun comedy, but he's like murdering children and stealing their souls, and it's really dark. And so he just turns them into dolls. Right. Wooden dolls. Wooden dolls that that look nothing like the people, and everybody's like, oh, that's Kevin. Like, get the fuck out. Like, a bobblehead looks more like the person than these wooden dolls that they (laughs) have. I was was calling that troll the uh, earliest Funko Pop collector. Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. But it's like that mixed with this weird kind of like clearly terrible. you know, the comb it just completely swung and missed hard. Everything was, it was not the only funny part I think is when he got turned into the the garbage cube. That's it. Yeah, that, that was okay. The, um, the troll having two noses is yeah. kind of twofold where you're like, well, that's stupid. But then every time you see him on screen, you're like, what the fuck is going on? 
pretty unsettling, isn't it? It very well, that, that Trantor, the the main troll. Yeah. He he's got a bit of a Bill Barr look going, like the whole nose and mouth <laughs> yeah. area. Yeah, kind of gives off a, a Bill Barr vibe. I could see it. You know the name of the troll? Did you have to look that up, Ed? Do they say Trantor that? Is name. Yeah. Do they I'm say just that? Googling. I I, I yeah. googled it. I, I don't. Well, I'm, he said his, his yeah. ancestor Phineas Whirl when he when he right. <laughs> when yeah. he uh, dams him live under the oak tree. He, calls, yeah. he names him Trantor. So now you, you got to think Jim Varney was thinking Oscar bait when he's like, I'm going to play all these characters. Does he do that in all his movies? Play like six characters? Uh, yeah, I mean, he if you count all the little cameos and weird ones that he used to do in his commercials and the other movies, yeah, there's like six, seven characters that he does. He, Definitely a running gag. It's, um, I just feel oh, like, gosh. I just feel like Jim Varney in life. And he was you can you recognize that he is a talented guy in these movies. Like you can see, like this this isn't the path he chose on purpose, but he was just kind of going with it. He's definitely a talented yeah. guy. But when you see him playing all those characters and like those drag characters, you got to feel like maybe Jim growing up in Lexington, Kentucky, being from the South, he wasn't able to live his truth. In life, that's the vibe. Yeah, that's the vibe I get from him. Wait, wait, hold on. I talked over you. What'd you say? Oh, he couldn't let his freak flag fly. Yes, yeah. yeah. He yeah. he lets it out, and and I'm happy for him because he gets to perform. But also, it's very unnerving to see him in in brown face as an Ottoman Turk and do. Yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely like uh, after death. He's canceled. Yeah, so, so for that, sure. That happens pretty quickly. It's early. That. Yeah. So so he 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 curses he well he 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 curses the the troll like lives under the tree or whatever the yeah. troll curses him okay. the whole yeah. thing then they cut to modern day and he's a garbage man mm-hmm. and he's got some buddies yeah they're kids yeah. they're little kids yeah and I mean more disturbing than Miyagi Danielson situation like this is. He's just got – I, maybe I missed it, but there was like no explanation. He's just got buddies that are in middle school. Yeah, this is – like I said, 1991 in the Midwest, it was a different time. Like uh, oh, we didn't know better that you can't let your children hang out with a 40-year-old imbecile in a tan hat. Yeah. It's not going to end out well, you know. I mean – And then he's helping the kid with his homework or something. He's talking <laughs> about the, the Ottomans versus uh, – yeah. He's you know, just like objectively racist against Turkish people yeah. helping him with his homework. And then he, he gets into – like, and then he's explaining how the Ottomans uh, lost to the people from Botswana. And he get, does all these outfit changes. And I was wondering – does the boy sit there in the garage while Ernest gets changed into different outfits? Like, what, what's going on there? Well, well I, I think the best part about that, too, is that our man Kenny is, uh, like, as tired of the bit as we are watching it. Like, he's really the surrogate <laughs> of the viewer because it'll cut to him and he'll just be like, come on, wrap it up, Ernest. Oh, well, Kenny, with, Kenny with that brow kind of looks like Chaka from Land of the Lost. So that, oh, that, there's, that, that makes me recall a couple things. The the to a child, the children in this movie were were almost impossibly ugly. Like there's yeah, there's not all pretty ugly. There's not like one like remotely cute kid. It's like when they were casting, they're like, "This is supposed to be set in Missouri. Let's get the ugliest children we could find." And they all had like weird 
dwarvish bodies, and they were and ri- that one kid Joey's got a big set of Buseys on him, those yeah. big teeth. And and the main kid, first off, when they save Ernest from being compacted in the trash truck. Oh yeah, because the dog operates. Right, uh, garbage truck. Which too. is a little stress. Was a little What's, stressful for me. Name, like rim job or something. What's the rim dog? Rim shot. Rim shot. Respect on that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rim job. The Jack Russell Terror. Then yeah. he. Then the kid. What before he saves Ernest is talking. I think it's Kevin, the main kid. He's talking to the girl, and let's. I mean, all the kids are ugly. He's talking to the girl, and he does a John Wayne impression. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? No fucking... need to thank me, little lady. Yes. Look, what? Nineteen ninety one was a gap year for America. What, okay. What nine year old? We were going through a desert storm at the time. We needed. We needed a reset. Ken, Kenny's dad was a sheriff. I mean, yes, John. Yeah, that's the other thing. Kenny's dad was the sheriff. He's he's specifically forbid Kenny from hanging out with Ernest. And the first Which thing you see, sense. yeah, he's, he's riding bitch. Or as I like <laughs> to call it, the Jack me off seat in the fucking front of the garbage truck. Like yeah. what's, what, what's going on in this town? They're just, they're just okay with pedophilia. It should have just ran him out. And none of this would have ever happened. So Somebody should have queuing on, this whatever town this was in Missouri because shit was happening. Uh, Briarville. I don't even know if it's real, but it's yeah. Briarville. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, and then you meet her at the kit. Wow. Is Briarville a real town? Let's find out. Okay. Let's find out. Now, Eartha Kit, she was Batwoman for a while. She Catwoman. was Catwoman. That's right. She was, she and was, she was like a Randy old lady in yes. uh, Boomerang. She was funny. Yes. She's like a kind of a, a starlet in like the what 50s and 60s. She'd been in a ton of stuff. I looked at She, she the, does yeah. the famous Santa Baby song. Yes. Like so, I think she was like a sexy 50s singer. Yeah. Type well, thing. she was kind of tamed your grandpa jacked off too. Yes. She yeah. was she was 97 years old in this movie and I expected at some point we were going to get a twist that she was related to the troll because they were styled almost exactly alike. They looked, um, she was like the earthen version of the troll, same eyebrows, same face. It was a harsh look. And I would definitely like to see her contract for doing this movie. Like she, (laughs) she had to pay off a divorce. She Mm -hmm. ran into some, she had one of those money managers that snuck, didn't pay her taxes or something. She needed money bad to do this movie yeah. I, I, I like the idea that uh it, that john cherry the uh, director of this like probably talked to jim varney and was like hey good news bud we got catwoman he probably thinks they got michelle pfeiffer all <laughs> 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 well, ernest gets a boner and then, and then all of a sudden <laughs> um the uh you know how when when people talk about like episode of Seinfeld could be quickly dissolved if everybody had a cell phone. Yeah. This movie, if Eartha Kitt's character could just finish a sentence, they would have known. Like, she's like, well, yeah, uh, your love, a mother's mother's love will, will solve the day against trolls. And it's like, yeah, it's milk. Like, she could have just told them. And she talked... 
She yeah. talks weird, but well, yeah, it's her fault to begin with. Not to like go on a, a whole tirade about this, but if she hadn't told Ernest explicitly how to unlock the troll, none of this would have happened. That's a yeah. Good, no, he he followed each pro- piece of protocol there. That's <laughs> that's a really good point. And also, why were the pages of the of the troll manual oh, yeah. stuck together? Like what? Exactly. That was swirl, right. That, that was. I believe that was Mother's Care. <laughs> yeah. What was What was Eartha Kit doing with the book? That the, <laughs> that the pages were so slimy that they con- congealed. They super glued themselves together. And also, if you're in possession of, like, when you you ever turn a page in a book and you're like, hey, that felt like two pages. Like, yes. well, hold on, hold on a second. And sometimes it is only one. But most of the time you're like, yep, I accidentally flipped two pages there. How do you not – and this is thick parchment paper. And she's clearly studied these tomes over years. How does she not notice after all this time that there's two pages stuck together in which one of them says, just shoot the trolls with milk? Maybe she was practicing and she just got on the book. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and so the, the troll – he unleashes the troll, and the troll starts picking off kids and turning them into wooden statues. Yeah, yep. And then, um, and then you kind of have a mayor from Jaws situation, right? Because, <laughs> because they have that party. Yeah, the, the school Halloween party. And it's like maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do this. He goes, "Mayor from Jaws." It's like, no, we're having a fucking holiday. But, but, it makes up forty percent of our economy. Okay, you can't stop this. But also, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's happening during the pandemic this year in Briarville too. So that's probably, you're probably right about that. <laughs> yeah, this, dude. This, there's also several children missing in a in a small town, and the parents of those kids are dressed up as Arab sheiks and uh, and. <laughs> Colonial soldiers must go on. at a, must at go a on. kids' Halloween party. Yeah, still. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's Missouri. Right. I mean, my, my any way to get over the uh, loss of a child, it's to be around other kids having fun. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, Scott Peterson was like, "Hey guys, act a little more bummed out." You know, like it's like it <laughs> seemed like. You know, you know how the FBI is like. We got to rule out the parents. Well, I mean, they're immediate suspects. You go, you go to a fucking Halloween party. Your eight year old Timmy's gone you know, missing. Like, what is it? What's the girl that got kidnapped in Portugal? Maddie McCann. Maddie McCann's parents. She's right. Like they're like that. They 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 so her to death. Is that uh, Ernest is one of the Podesta brothers? Right. Yes. Too deep. Too deep of a cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I looked it up. The, the those two those two guys, Tom and Bobby Tulip. Oh yeah, snake oil uh, salesman. Yeah, those guys are creeps. And fun fact: the younger one died like twenty years ago, while the ancient looking one is still alive. Whoa! Yikes. Well, I mean, we we should yes. we should talk about it. I mean, Jim Varney. He died a young man, but that was 10 years after this movie came out. Yeah. Like he I, did, I can't imagine he was too productive in I'm, those 10 years. I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, well, you know, he's in his late 60s. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, he needs a his paycheck. His skin had, had gotten very leathery. Right. He's, he needs a paycheck for retirement. But breaking news, 
Jim Varney was 41 years old when this movie what? came out. Yes. So, so, Ed, significantly younger than you and I are right now. That's, I mean, three years. Right. Cautionary tale. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so what, what else do we need to talk about here? I don't I like. I kind of started zoning after the, the mayor from Jaws Halloween party. But she that's when Eartha Kid tells him about what can stop the trolls. Right. That's when she says mother care. Mother's care. Yeah, the, care. The, this is after she attempts to murder him with a blowtorch. Like there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things that are just blown off. Like every kid that Ernest knows starts to go missing and the sheriff doesn't suspect him. And then when he's like he shows up to his house and he's like, it was trolls that did it. It was trolls. Sheriff, sheriff, it been trolls. The sheriff's like, hey, Ernest, go home. You're drunk, buddy. Like, like it's just no one's seems right. Yeah, no, you take a couple plays off. Buddy. No one's, no one <laughs> seems too worried that many children haven't been seen for days. The, uh, and the, the first dynamic. person you're looking is going to be the slow-witted garbage man <laughs> of course, that drives him around <laughs> in his garbage if truck. Kids go yeah. missing. This is this is Mystic River time. You're gonna you're gonna go <laughs> after this. Uh, He's like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't do it. All I did was build him a treehouse. I built him a treehouse deep in the woods where we could all play. So that's a weird going on here. I'm just hanging out with your kids in a treehouse yeah. playing with dolls. Yes. <laughs> and then and then. Ernest has this showdown with with the the troll Trantor the the troll yeah yeah big troll and that's when the the dog starts driving while Ernest is in the back of the truck yeah, yeah. best part of the movie that's the climax nobody's pressing nobody's pressing the gas yeah who's yeah who's doing the pedals at that point it's the 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 <laughs> Jack Russell Terrier nuts, dude. yeah the the Jack Russell Terrier weighs eight pounds I don't think but they run over the troll. And the troll's indestructible. Not killable. Uh, was that before or after? They unleash all the other trolls. That's after. That happens after. Yeah, holy shit. Well, the, the, I forgot about the like, other I feel like what happened was this, this script was supposed to be like a TV special, and then Touchstone's like, no, I'm making a movie. And they're like, oh, fuck, we got to fill up like 33 extra minutes. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it goes pretty long in the middle before they have like the final battle scenes. Like yeah. there's a, there's a couple too many earnest encounters with trolls where he doesn't, and he's not some, booger lips, which is, a yeah, that house. was tough. That was a tough one, buddy. I really wish you would hadn't have brought that up. Cause that was hard for me to hear. I, uh, I, I do want to point out that uh, one of the probably filler scenes that was one of my favorites was when uh, the sheriff's getting yelled at by like all the parents that are all in their Halloween costumes. <laughs> yeah. like, we haven't seen anybody for years. And then there's one guy in a bubblebee costume yeah. that is pissed that Ernest hasn't gotten his garbage. Yeah. Like, he's not mad about his kid. <laughs> <getting garbage. laughs> oh, like, trash hasn't been taken out in two weeks. <laughs> he's yelling at the sheriff. <laughs> it just loves that costume and wants to show it. Yes, totally. Um, but that is the big, the big fight scene was kind of fun with everybody. Yeah. The, but at the, the scene at the costume party where Ernest ends up coated in oh, that soft serve, it did. It didn't seem to me that he um, it like it was the first time he had been covered in a, in a sticky. Well, that was like a bukkake kind of situation. White. Yeah, it was. 
He seems pretty comfortable yeah. in that position. So we can tie that into the sticky pages in the book. Yeah. Uh, him and soft serve and his hatred for the Ottomans. I feel like he has some sort of weird hate fetish for yes. Turks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perhaps Trantor himself is some sort of like racist anti-Turk characteristic. I don't know. The two noses. Who knows what he's what this movie's really get what what this what's going on behind the scenes here. Yeah, and and another thing, and maybe the maybe the worst thing that Ernest did in life is at some point he's battling the troll and I can't remember where he is, but he, you know, he's got lots of junk cause he's a trash man. He collects these things and the, and the troll, I believe it's a troll t- t- tries to like cut him in half with an ax and he, he pulls out a mounted fish with, with speakers to either side of it. It's just sort of protect, protect himself. Probably the bass. Yes, is was that the prototype for Billy the Big Mouth Bass? And and do we have Ernest to blame for that? Some fucking schlub on his couch, no job. Sees that scene of the movie, like, oh my god, I have an idea. Like the the, the, pre Shark Tank. Yes, the greatest (laughs) slash worst novelty gift of all time is previewed in this movie. Actually, if it wasn't for Ernest Scared Stupid, we never would have gotten The Sopranos in its current form. Fair point. Yeah, interesting. Yes. Um, um, what else? So, so, so they discover. So they they figure out the riddle that are the kids tell them when they they show up with the all the kids get together after like a bunch of kids get picked off. Then the rest of the kids band together and get super soakers filled with milk. <laughs> normal. Very normal. Yeah, and that was that was tough. How graphic was? I mean, the the image of them disappearing when they get hit with milk was a little bit janky. But then you see just like a pile of flesh and bone yeah. of dead trolls. I mean, yeah. what what were they trying to tell us that the that the solution yeah was to sh- shoot them in the face with ropes I- of milk. I think they were thinking they probably had a spec script for the porn version. You know, like when really successful yeah. movies get a porn version. It's rule thirty four. Ready yeah. for this thing? Yeah. He's, and then additionally, in in case they're like, "Hey guys, in case you're not getting it with the with the super soakers filled with milk," I'm doing air quotes over here. In case we're not hitting you over the head hard enough with that, hold up. Because we're going to get Ernest behind the tennis ball, ball cannon from American Gladiators, and we're going to fill it with yogurt. And he's going to be shooting all these trolls in the face with and screaming fucking yogurt. Like, we, okay, guys, we get it. You told us. You're letting us know. This is just a classic case of Holly Weird. Uh, elite weird pervert liberals making movies and corrupting our youth. <laughs> That's true. In my opinion. I was going to say that. And at one point, the, the main troll, what was his name? Tartar? Trantor. Trantor? Tartar. Yeah, it's Tartar. He gets, <laughs> it's Tartar he, now. He gets yogurted. He gets, he gets, <laughs> he gets milk roped. 
and he gets stronger. Yeah, right? he's yeah. like, he's like, oh no, no, you don't understand. He's like, the, you these, need the father's love for me, right? He's yeah, like, this, these substances <laughs> don't affect me. I remain ravenous. I, yeah, yeah. I, li- I live in the West Village. I can do this, guys. Yes. They run over the t- troll and it's like, no, this thing is indestructible. But in the early scene, it was just a net that got him. Yeah, y- yeah, it's confusing. Well, I mean, it all kind of goes back to, yes, Eartha Kitt gave him the she gave him the the. Um, translation as to how to bring the troll back to life. That was a problem. But also Ernest P. Worrell's uh, great-grandfather Phineas Worrell, Reverend Phineas Worrell, and I like the religious tie-in, the decision to bury the troll alive. Mm -hmm. You know, like hindsight. He knew it was indestructible. Maybe try some pickaxes on it, some shovels. (laughs) Maybe try to burn it on a pyre. You know, like there's there's things you could have done. There's there's attempts you could have made before you're like, actually, here's what we'll do. We'll bear we'll curse it. We'll bury it in a hole and then we'll plant a sapling on top of it. That should do it. Oh, and also he was <laughs> so we already talked about his inappropriate relationship, but they were building a tree house and I felt like this was something from the eighties and nineties. Tree houses made it seem like you put in a hard yeah. afternoon's work yeah. and you had this dope treehouse. Yeah. I never yeah. was in a treehouse in my life. Yeah. I, I was in a couple and they were mostly bullshit. <laughs> you know, it was yeah, much- I had a couple. The only one that was any good, my dad basically did all the work because I was just too much of a pussy to actually do anything like, you know, most of the trees that you build yourself at that age are terrible. Yeah. You put a couple, you put a couple planks, you wedge a couple planks you know, pieces of plywood into a tree where it kind of will hold on to them. And then yeah. you go up there and you hide your porno mags like stepbrothers. That's where you put your hustlers. <laughs> Mom doesn't go up there. Uh, what else, guys? The, the I guess un- I'm just wondering what was Trantor doing under that tree for 200 years? He's probably working on a really good uh, five-minute open mic set. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He he definitely could have had a career in entertainment. He had a look. I assume he, <laughs> he was had a, a vibe. person because I see the guy also. Yeah. I, I clicked on his link. Of course he was did. in Land of the Lost, but he was not Chaka. Chaka. Oh, <laughs> tough gig. Oof. Tough, yeah, tough gig. Tough gig. Um, yeah, the whole the whole troll army was terrifying. Again, Ernest was trying to let us know though, because at the end the 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 answer was. Um, unconditional love if you if you love the thing it'll die because m- the, the milk shots to the face weren't killing it so then he's like he he hugs it and then he's like come here little fella mm-hmm. which dances. yeah which is it just he wanted us to know he was trying to let us know hey this is you know i'm, I'm into like a different thing than you think no, he was just practicing for his father-daughter dance at his daughter's wedding. <laughs> now, <laughs> I know this is this is decades before, but don't you feel like Tranter kind of represents in some way MAGA people? Like you just they just need a hug. They're very angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of assholes to everybody. Yeah, call, call a little song. Probably going to disarm them. Yeah. 
they just need someone to tell them, yes, we understand it's never been harder to be a white male in this world. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, I said the N word on Facebook and my account got suspended. And uh, <laughs> uh, to me, that's the real discrimination. Yeah. There's nothing worse. What was the the one guy from uh, Louisiana? He's like, there is nothing worse than being called a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> uh, he was, he's a Louisiana Senator. And uh, I was thinking, man, you're really walking right into that. Yeah, one. you're really setting yourself up. Um, and one other thing. So when 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 he kisses him and then the, the thing disappears, uh, he he the wood children turn back to life. Everybody mm. comes back. But then weren't there some like 19th century people that came back to life? Yeah, yeah all the original one. Now, the, what the fuck's going to happen to them? That was weird. Just, do they yeah. die? Showing, well, I guess technology like 1991 might as well. It's closer. It's closer to 200 years ago than it is to now. Because like, can you imagine showing somebody from 200 years ago Twitter? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, here's this magical device that has the sum total of all human knowledge, and everybody just uses it as a pillow to scream into and yell at each other. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. It's true. It's kind of, but I do like that they recognized Eartha Kit and that. Her, you know, great, her, or I guess cousin, or I don't know, was like, hey, how come you look so damn old? But it's like, <laughs> would you even have recognized her? Because she could not have possibly been that hideous as a younger woman. Yeah, well, how, how old do you think she was? It's 200 years. I, I know that because. <laughs> I no, know, no, I mean, or the, kids, uh, the, the actual <laughs> actress. She was born. Lady Hackmore. Oh, yeah, old lady Hackmore. Hold on, let's let's take some guesses on this. What's his age? I can't explain. He was young, back when he did that thing. Still alive, and I don't know why. How old is this fucking guy? Okay, how old is this guy, Eartha Kitt? Um, I'll go first. I know she, or I seem to recall that she died not long after this. I know she was big in the 50s. I'm going to say she was a young-looking 87 years old when she did this movie. <laughs> wow. Caleb, your thoughts? Um, I was just saying, I thought she was a little younger than that. Okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you. Um, I'm trying to think of some movies that she's been in, but I really can't you think of any. You don't know one. When she, she was in Boomerang, it was the same, about the same year, right? Yeah. It was about yes. 91. That's true. I don't know. I don't think she was that old because she was. Yeah, go with your gut, I'm Caleb. Gonna go she was, I'm going to say, I'm going to say she was 69. Nice. Um, Scott George, save some first names for the rest of us. Tell me your thoughts. How old was Eartha Kitt in this movie, Ernest Scared Stupid, where she looks terrifying the entire time? You know, shout out to my favorite gas station. I'm going to say that she's 76. Nice. Unical. 
you guys uh, would all lose on prices right rules. She was 64. Wow. Wow. She died. She actually hung on 17 more years. Wow. She was in Emperor's New Groove. What year did that come out? Yeah, I'm looking at that. She uh, That was 2000. So nine years later was Emperor's New Groove. But at that point, she was a cartoon. So. Oh, yeah. It's just a voice. Yeah. It's just a voice. Uh, yeah, her mother was a sharecropper, African-American and Cherokee. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. What a life. Unbelievable. Um, what else? Anything, anything we need to continue on? I'm fascinated by this topic. Uh, yeah, I think that I found the best page on the internet. And I'm not going to read a whole bunch off of it, but I just think that if you're interested in probably the most sick, depraved people on the internet, go to the IMDb page for Ernest Scared Stupid and go to the um, continuity errors section. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I'm so into this. I'm fucking so, I'm doing it right now. This is so right exciting. There's, it's all crowdsourced in the Goofs page. Yeah, it's just it's elite. Can you imagine being uh, somebody who submits a continuity error for Ernest Scared Stupid? Because they're all mine. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> uh, well, hold on, because I would like to be the one to introduce we- these to our audience. But let me just. Well, I like. I yeah. like that this is pretty crazy that it's revealed at the end that old lady Hackmore had siblings turned by the troll before he was captured the first time. That would make her over 200 years old. One of two found this interesting. So somebody's like, <laughs> fuck that. That's stupid as hell. Fuck math. Well, who goes yeah, on this on, page, though? That, uh, I, I Okay, I'll say this. I submitted one. One of these are actually mine. If you, any of you guys can get it. I'll, I'll pay Pally at twenty bucks. Okay. Well, I, I, I do. I just popped on this one, and I totally thought this. When the carjack flies into the mayor's window, <laughs> no, that one's not mine. But I agree. It 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 smashes like a full second before the carjack hits. Dog shit production. It was bad. It's bad. Um, I'm just reading them. Come these. on. Yeah. Uh, oh. Did you do the one the uh, about the uh, Ottoman Empire? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the Ottoman Empire occupied the northern Mediterranean region of Africa. Botswana lives far south and did not exist as a nation until centuries after the Ottoman Wars. Of course, it's entirely possible Ernest made the story up on the spot. <laughs> That's amazing. I am – Yes. Now, and I would pay you twenty bucks, but I would like to book. Yes, there are two people that are going to find this interesting. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, plot holes is pretty good. Why would old lady Hackmore specifically tell Ernest how to release the troll? Yes. Um, it's revealed at the end that old lady Hackmore had siblings turned by the troll. Oh yeah, we already read that one. Yeah. There's, there's. Uh, it's a problematic movie. Some of the best and brightest people who like because like we live now in a world where like no matter how smart or talented you are, it doesn't really matter anymore because of like I don't know what do you, what do you want to call it, technology, capitalism, whatever. You can it just doesn't really matter. So all the the brain drain is going to the goofs pages on IMDb. Yeah, yes. So the astute people are actually just uh, using their their brain power for this as well. They should. It's more important. 
Like that's, this is what we should be doing. We should be talking about earnest movies and pointing out the mistakes. Where did they shoot this by the way? Cause it's, I was surprised they at Nashville. They did. I oh, read it somewhere. Yeah. I was surprised they went like did a whole location thing here, but and so all those ugly kids were probably local they, they, hires. Yeah, that's usually the move. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I was oh, expecting fun. that we would see and it's like, hey, that's Jessica Beale, like that yeah, type of thing me where too. you see a kid. Yes. Yeah. For an Ernest movie though. No. That's, that's local town. Sure. Well the mayor looked kind of familiar. Was the mayor somebody? It's he's uh, the only one I was like looking for familiar faces. So, so when I looked at this yeah. um, and the Wikipedia page, at least it uh, only one of the uh, people that actually had a link. I feel like there might have been a handful of them, but uh, the the daughter or not the daughter, but the but the little girlfriend of uh, of our man, Kenny Elizabeth, went on to become August from Third Rock from the Sun, which was uh, actually probably the only or the first woman to ever find Joseph Gordon-Levitt attractive. Uh, so oh. a trailblazer. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty amazing that that show has been referenced twice on this yep. podcast. You guys, we did, we did our... Oh, you got to have me on more. We did our pre... Where we went through all our email and, and voicemails and stuff before before we linked up with you guys. And Third Rock from the Sun came up so in the in the seven year history of the show third rock from the sun has now been brought up two times <laughs> amazing yeah. we we were talking french stewart amazing and joseph gordon levitt yeah who is asian for sure happy to be a part of history yes amazing <laughs> all right guys i uh, i really appreciate it i definitely would never have seen this movie it does kind of have it's i would say uh, Amongst the movies we've done on the show, I mean, it's obviously one of the worst, but it's not the wasn't the most boring to watch. It wasn't quite as bad as Gremlins, I would say. How it's it's better than Howard the Duck. And you know, I, I will say this: this was so absurd with the milk and everything. Maybe the most disappointing was Red Dawn. Oh, that's because the worst. Yeah. I remember it as a boy. As a like, kid. These guys are badass. Yeah, I couldn't wait to and see then, it. And then when we watched it, I was like, this? This is what I thought was. I think yeah. this is the second worst movie I've been. I've been a guest now four times, which is pretty intense. Yes. Uh, so during this, this COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. Which one? Better. Yeah. Uh, Commando. Commando. Better. Yeah. Uh, cocktail. Oh, not God. better. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. I like. I, I mean, cocktail's bad. But it's better than Ernest Scared Stupid. Cocktail, cocktail had a, a Walt Whitman in, appearance in it, and that's I can't right. abide by that's that. Right. That's true. Yeah, yes, <laughs> I, I forgot your distaste for Walt that's Whitman. Awesome. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Cannot stand him. <laughs> yeah. That was the highlight of that episode. I, I wish I could recall that episode, but you yeah, should definitely, if you're listening right now, go back and listen to our cocktail episode for for Caleb's disgust with Walt Whitman. It's it's worth it for that. Uh, okay. We're gonna have to, yeah. we're gonna have to find you uh, a movie for for a Christmas movie. Yes, to absolutely. And and Scott, are you paying attention to The Bachelor this season? I haven't been because I'm or The Bachelorette. I haven't been because I've been watching the World Series. 
but I've also been watching the World Series. Yes. So um, it's, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down to cram an episode if, uh, if, you, if you guys have the wherewithal and have room for one more. Okay, Jason, Jason and I will have you on The Bachelor Lifestyle. Caleb, of course, you'll be on again. Um, thank you very much for bringing this to us, guys. Thank you for being here tonight. It was a pleasure. It was my pleasure. For Ed Daly, for Caleb Wilson, for Scott George, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 344 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Listen up, you play some shock ballers. TBLS, the Lifestyle's Baller. And you know the show is for all us. TBLS, the Lifestyle's Baller.